0: I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Before we dive into today's episode, make sure you head to the show notes and download the workbook that goes along with this episode. It includes a lot of the ideas that I'm going to mention in this podcast, as well as some space for you to brainstorm your own ideas. If this topic helps you come up with a unique way to celebrate your individual success and wins this year. So head on over to www.jadeboyd.co backslash celebrate, or use the link in the show notes to download your free guide today. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder, in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA, business strategist, and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. There's this trend that I've been noticing with a lot of my clients, but also if I'm being honest with myself over the past few months as we're coming up towards the end of 2022 and... Kind of planning ahead for what next year is going to look like and what we want to accomplish. I've noticed with my own clients, but also just generally the way that we talk about our businesses on Instagram and other places, that as entrepreneurs, we're very quick to get a win and then immediately move on to the next project without taking the time to reflect on and celebrate. And really savor and enjoy the successes that we have in our business. And if you're a business owner, you know that it's hard. And taking the time to enjoy those successes that you do get is so important. What's the point of working so hard if you can't actually take the time to enjoy your success at the end of the week or at the end of the month or especially at the end of the year? A lot of us started businesses because we want to build that life full of flexibility and freedom, just full of those small moments that you actually get to enjoy and savor. But yet, those times often just don't get the priority on our calendars. It's so easy to get caught up in the more, 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 faster, 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 what's next, what's next, what's next, instead of actually taking the time to slow down and enjoy what you've already accomplished while working towards what you want. So today I'm going to share four fun ways that you can celebrate your success this year, but really any time of the year, if you're celebrating successes big and little throughout the year, which I would highly encourage. So again, download the workbook. And if you're not driving or anything, if you're at your desktop or a place where you can print it off, there's a space for you to take notes and brainstorm different ways that you could celebrate your wins at the end of this year, but also throughout the year in 2023. So let's dive right in. So the first way to celebrate your success is to take time to rest intentionally. And I don't remember who actually said this. I've tried to Google it and I can't find the credit for the quote. But I read somewhere that real rest is not disconnecting from life, but truly engaging with it. So oftentimes we think of rest as just like zoning out and scrolling or binging Netflix, doing those things that really disconnect you from your life. You're really just escaping instead of engaging with life. But what I've noticed, and especially since reading this quote, it's just really stuck with me. The times where I feel most rested and recovered are the times where I intentionally connect to my life and do things that help me engage more meaningfully. So some ways to rest intentionally. First, you could take a real day off. Earlier this summer, my husband has switched jobs twice this year. And after the second time, we had a trip planned to see his sister in California, but he also was going out there for work. So he spent a week in San Francisco and then we went to his sister's house after that. I came out and joined him for two weeks and we spent that time in California. But because he had just started his new job and we already had a trip planned to the Ozarks in August, he had already taken some time off. We didn't take that time off. So we were like kind of on vacation, but also kind of working. So it kind of felt like a vacation, but it also wasn't because we were working during the day because his sister and her husband, they didn't take time off um of work. So anyway, it worked out for that trip, but it was not a real day off. And I know, I know that a lot of you do this in your uh day-to-day lives throughout the year, you take a day off, but then you end up checking your email from your phone, or you're still scrolling Instagram, or you're still doing that project that you really enjoy working on, but it's really still work. Take a real day off and shut your laptop, turn off your phone, delete any apps that are going to tempt you to hop back into work and take a real day off. So that would be number one. Some other ideas, take some time to spend in nature, again, like disconnected and unplugged, like engaging with the life around you. Reflect on your success and how you got there. Do a journaling exercise and grab your favorite beverage, like a cup of tea or my go-to is a glass of wine and an awesome playlist. And kind of think about what's happened this year and those little small wins that you've gotten along the way. Maybe look back at some of your metrics or different journal entries you've made throughout the year. For me this year, I have done a monthly review every month and every month I record my top three wins from that month. So it's kind of a mix of business and personal wins throughout the year, but I review those each month and think about those things that have gone right during the year because it's easy to focus on the things that don't go right. But I think if you take the time to think about it, you'll be able to come up with a lot of wins that you've achieved this year. Another idea for rest would be to do a self-care day, whatever that looks like for you. I don't get my nails done, but if you do, that's a great option or scheduling your haircut, doing a massage, just taking the time to get some real exercise, going for a long walk. Um, Gardening is something that I've really come to enjoy. That's kind of like a form of self-care for me. Whatever that self-care looks like for you, do something special and take a day just to unplug and do your self-care day. And then the last tip would be to unplug for the day. Turn off your phone if you can. Turn off the internet and connectivity and really take time to engage with the real world around you. That is the best form of intentionally resting. Okay. Idea number two is to do something fun and like fun with a capital F. So here are some ideas that I came up with, but this might look different for you. First, go on an adventure and visit a new place that you haven't been to before, whether that's like a new restaurant that just opened in your city or visiting a small town where you live that you've never been to and walking down their main street, taking a day trip to somewhere fun, or even doing like a little road trip around a few different towns and just enjoying the scenery as you're driving around. Go on an adventure do something that you love, something that fills your cup and makes you feel like you're really coming alive. So you might have a hobby that you really enjoy or maybe a past hobby that you haven't done in a while and want to pick up again. I have been exploring with hobbies like crazy this year and I've had some successes and some failures. The first thing I tried, I was really interested in watercoloring and then I did some research into watercoloring and figured out that it's kind of like messy and if you mess it up, it's hard to fix it. And as a perfectionist, I decided that I would skip the the actual paint and paper and try Procreate first cuz you can always like delete and try over. But then I started actually doing that for my clients. I was doing digital portraits and so I started throwing in digital portraits of brand photos for my brand photography clients as like a surprise in their gallery. And then it kind of became work like something that I had to get done and wasn't as relaxing anymore. So then I picked up real watercoloring this year after I was done with photography and I'm not good at it. So there's no way that I can turn it into a part of my business, but just taking brush to paper is really relaxing and I enjoy it even though I'm not good at it. I just look up really simple YouTube tutorials or Skillshare tutorials and do exactly what they tell me to and I'm practicing, but it's really enjoyable and restful. I also found my ukulele recently. It was in, we're renovating our house, as you know, if you've been listening and stuff gets shuffled around all the time based on what projects are happening and what rooms are sealed off. But recently we were cleaning out a room for the next project and I found my ukulele and I have picked it up a few times recently. That's also something that I really enjoy. Again, I'm not good at it and I'm definitely not good at singing. So I watch really simple YouTube tutorials on songs that I love. And try to like pick along and it's relaxing, it's enjoyable, it's restful. I've also done a lot of reading this year and reading in business and productivity books, but also reading on topics that I just really enjoy, like interior design and home organizing and recipe books, fiction books. I read a lot of like mysteries and just all sorts of genres that I really enjoy. That was really big for me this summer. Actually, I've kind of built the habit back in and I joined Goodreads and started consolidating all of the books that I want to read that were in random places on Goodreads and kind of track the books that I read this year. And I've almost read 30. So I would call that pretty good for the year. Another thing that I've enjoyed doing this year, ironically, uh, especially traveling to Arizona and California, I brought my backup camera both times and I've started to really enjoy taking photos of just everyday life for fun, not for clients, not because I have to. Just because I want to and just finding beauty in the places that I walk and see every day around our neighborhood or taking my camera on vacation, those have all been like little hobbies for me that have kind of sparked that creative outlet and have become really, really fun with a capital F. The last idea that I have in this category is to create some sort of celebration playlist. So... If you're on Spotify or, you know, wherever you create your playlist, making a pump up playlist that you can like play when you have a big win to celebrate a little bit, to enjoy that little moment of celebration. Music is such a powerful tool. And I think I often forget about how good it can make you feel. So create your own little pump up playlist to celebrate throughout the year. The third idea is to share your success with others. I cannot say the word success. I can't tell you how much I'm going to have to edit this episode because Every time I try to say success, it won't come out, but share your success with others. There's definitely a difference between being proud of what you've accomplished and then rubbing your success in other people's faces or like finding your identity and your success and making sure that people know that your identity is secure. Like those two things are very different. So let's just be clear that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about sharing your success with other people in a way That builds them up a way that shows them what's possible too, and a way that kind of includes the people who have helped you get to where you're at and sharing the success that you've had because they've helped you get there. So, some ways to do this you could share on social media or through a podcast or a blog. I see a lot of people doing like a year in review type of content, which I always love listening to, especially from other business owners to see the behind the scenes, like the highs and the lows, things that. They've accomplished this year and things that they've learned along the way, that is great content to share. And it's definitely, I think people hesitate to create content like that, especially if you have had major wins because you don't want other people to feel less than because they haven't accomplished what you've accomplished, or vice versa. You might feel like your accomplishment isn't big enough to share it because other people have accomplished more than you. And it's not about how big or little your accomplishment is. It's definitely not your responsibility to keep other people's mindsets in check by playing small and not sharing the things that you're doing that are amazing. I think that you can share your successes in a way that lets people know what's possible, but also is just a real way to connect with other people and let them know where you're at. No success is too small and no success is too big to share. If you're proud of it, share it with the people who matter to you. And that doesn't have to be publicly on social media. If they're not, you're like in tribe. Recently, I have found that I am more likely to share more personal information with my email list. So if you're on my email list, it's definitely the place to be if you want like the real behind the scenes and my best content, of course but i've noticed that i would hesitate to share stuff like that on instagram even though i don't have a huge following it just feels like a bigger place to me and i'm such an introvert and i love small groups of people or like one-on-one relationships i'm definitely not the person who's like the center of attention at a party so i kind of keep that more personal content or like the content that feels more vulnerable close to my chest. And my email list recently has become that place where I share those wins. The next idea is to do a giveaway. So like legitimately physically share your success with your audience or your email list. The people who have supported your business throughout the year celebrate by doing some sort of giveaway, which can be a ton of fun. And it doesn't have to be a huge prize. It can just be a way to give back a little bit of the success that you've had this year. And lastly, share it specifically with the people who've helped you get there in an intimate way. So like your family and friends who have stood by you this year and supported you through the challenging seasons, even like your clients or business collaborators who've become close friends, either sending them a personal thank you and thanking them for like the unique contribution they had to your success this year or for your family and friends throwing some sort of like party Going out to dinner with your husband and like talking about your business intentionally and like really intentionally celebrating what you've accomplished this year. And idea number four is to savor your success and bottle it up so that you can enjoy it again and again. A few ideas to do this. First, I recommend that everybody start an accomplishments list for your business just so that you can remember those big and little wins that happen throughout the year that are so easy to forget if you're not intentionally keeping track of them. Again, like I mentioned, I've been doing this each month, just looking back on my to-do list and my planner and at my calendar at the things that happened and noting my top three celebrations or wins from each month. And that has been a game changer for me, especially at the end of the year. Now that I'm able to look back on a full year of wins has just been really impactful and is a good reminder for me because I think it's so easy for me to look back and be like, well, what did I actually accomplish this year? I'm just looking at my numbers at the end of the year and not actually counting up those things that are a little bit less measurable, but still so important. So, first thing, make an accomplishments list. I would highly recommend that. Second, you can make that list more visual if you're a visual person by making a little note like every time you get a win or achieve something that you want to remember or savor putting a little note on a bulletin board or taking a photo of that moment and printing that out and putting it in a bulletin board or folding those things up and putting them in some sort of jar or like keepsake box that's just for you. Get creative on how you do that. But I think there's a lot of ways that you can make your accomplishments visual in a way that allows you to savor them in a more tangible way in the future too. Another idea for making it visual, I was just thinking of a lot of like brick and mortar business owners, they will frame their first dollar that they ever made. And I think it'd be a super cool idea to kind of reflect back on where you started and how much you've grown since then, how much you've accomplished since then. And if there's any tangible, I know in the era of like digital payments, you might not have that first dollar type of thing. But even looking back on what was that first client that you had and just savoring that a little bit and thinking about how far you've come. For me, I think my first payment was like a $50 check. And I'm sure my bank has like a photo of that check. Maybe I should go back and actually print it off as my own little keepsake on how far I've come. So I hope this episode has given you some creative and fun ideas to celebrate your success at the end of the year. I hope that I've convinced you to take some time out of your calendar to really savor and celebrate everything that's happened this year, big or small. And I just want to recap really quickly before we head out. The four ways are one, rest intentionally two, do something fun with a capital F. Three, share your success with others. And four, find ways to savor your success too. And again, you can download the workbook that has a summary of everything I talked about in this episode and also some space for you to take your own notes and generate some fun ideas. If you come up with a really fun idea or if you have a unique routine that you go through each year when it comes to celebrating your successes, reach out to me on Instagram. I would love to hear more about it. You can find me at jadeboyd.co and I would love to connect and celebrate your wins with you this year. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode, because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadevoid.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement. Plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.